Hey, she got him with this one, dog. It's so soulful. Let's take him back. Come on. Hey, remember back in the block in the summertime when the sidewalk got so boiling hot that the heat from the street almost melts your flip flops or burn through your new shoes and leave you. With holes in your socks Us city slickers, there was no water in spots So we'd head to the corner, Mr. Warner would not What is up? Welcome, welcome, welcome all my do-datters Future fathers, potential parents, and everyone else tuning in This is Dad Hard with a podcast And as always, I am your host, Mo Green And I guess I can still say it Happy quarantine, because we are still in it, but at least there's light at the end of the tunnel. People getting vaccinated, parents getting vaccinated, grandparents getting vaccinated, which is a phenomenal thing. It's such an alleviation off of, I mean, at least I know my shoulders and my family's shoulders that all of our grandparents have now been uh, vaccinated. Grandparents of my daughter, I should say. So it's just uh, such a... A leave relieving feeling to to know that at least they're going to be safe. Uh, while it doesn't necessarily mean that they can't pass anything on to the likes of myself, or my wife, my daughter, etc. At least I know that they're going to be safe, uh, and that's just a huge relief. So anybody else who's has kids out there and their grandparents have been vaccinated, I'm sure you feel the same way, and you feel that sense of relief. That said. This is episode 61, and if you don't know, again, I'm your host, Mo Green, and I'm just a dad who talks to other dads so we can all try to become and be the best dads that we can possibly be. That said, this week, we are going full guest episode yet again. This is really a commonplace in season two, but I've just been having such real fantastic conversations with my guests that I don't really want to cut them short, right? I I want this full fatherhood experience to be laid out there for everybody listening because that's the crux of how we're going to learn how to do the best job that we can is from learning from other dads, other moms, other parents, you know, educators, etc., that are going to be coming on the show that have been on the show, um, talking about their experience. That's what Dad Hard with a podcast is all about, is helping us all from an experiential standpoint to be the best parents that we can be, because ultimately that's our goal, right? That's why you're listening to Dad Hard with a podcast, because you know that that value is coming to you and, and, and you can learn something from the experiences of others. So while I know it is extremely important to talk about the, the weekly development of my daughter, uh, these conversations have just been so fantastic. This week in particular, uh, our last episode, uh, I talked to Stacy Herman, who runs a interior design company called Stripe Street Studio uh, that is specifically dedicated to helping recently divorced dads set up their new home for themselves and their kids. Extremely enlightening conversation. If you're listening to this episode and haven't listened to that one, they kind of blend in together because this week 
I have, in fact, a divorced dad uh, on the podcast. Um, and we have a fantastic conversation, which is somewhat of an extension of my conversation with Stacey Herman um, about his experience being a divorced dad with kids, you know, uh, and two, not just kids, two kids, not just two kids, two girls, and not just two girls, two tween girls so they're pre-teen but like almost there they're like 9 and 11 so we talked about what it's like being a divorced dad in general what that whole experience was like what it's like dating what it's like you know dating in quarantine what's it like having to have shared custody in quarantine right and during this pandemic which is just a crazy thing for me to think about anyway but most importantly we talk about what it's like being a divorced and now single dad who has to raise preteen girls, right? That's a weird experience and something that I'm going to have to deal with with my daughter. She's going to be a preteen and a, and a tween and a teen and a college student, etc. at some point. But I don't have to do it by myself, at least not yet, <laughs> you know, but um, I, I don't have to do it by myself. I can, I really wanted to get to the crux of what the experience was like as a single dad raising girls. And my guest this week did just that. So with no further ado, I am going to introduce my guest this week. He is the father of two tween girls living in New York, which is Awesome, and I can't wait to talk to him about this. He is a single dad, uh, currently the CRO of Copy Leaks. Uh, it is my honor and privilege to welcome to Dad Hard with the podcast, Mr. Shovik Paul. How are you, man? Hey, Mo. All is good in New York, aside from uh, the crazy weather. I guess, yeah, this, days, no, right? this snowstorm shit is <laughs> out of control. It's insane. It's insane. Like, the, today, when I just woke up, like to this impromptu snowstorm. Like I picked my daughter up from daycare. I asked the woman, I was like, I was like, are you guys going to be open tomorrow? If, if it snows, she's like, it's supposed to snow. I was like, that's what I'm hearing. But if you're saying nothing, yeah. then I woke up this morning, just snow pouring Insane, down. Right? Insane. Insane. You know what the difference between us dads and the East coast and the dads in California is right now? We spend 10 times as more on winter gear and snow boots and skates and all that crap yes. every single year that all those guys never even have to think about. Right. They just have to buy surfboards. Yeah. Well, I guess, <laughs> yeah. Body, body, we're like, they don't have to worry about body suits. <laughs> right, exactly. and, and, and body, body butter. Yeah. I don't know. Shit, they don't have to worry about tanning butter. oil. Yeah. You know, tanning oil is expensive, dude. Right. You know? Uh, no, no, no. It's really, it's really crazy. This weather's really nuts. And, like, especially having, like, a little, like, my, my daughter's 18 months. So she's, like, walking, talking, whatever. But, like, she wants to walk in the snow. And I'm just like, uh, you're walk drunk enough as it is. I don't now need you to like, be walking drunkenly, slipping on the snow and like fall on your face and ice and all this stuff. I like freak out. Um, it's it's better. It's better for my workout, though, since I can't go to the gym in this pandemic. I just carry her all the time and, you know, try to keep myself in, in order. Yeah. You know, yeah, I remember when my kids were that age, we just looked like one of my arms always looked bigger than the other one. And I'm always telling my single buddies, like, it's not why you think it's better. I'm just carrying my kids. 
in one arm all the time. That's why this arm is disproportionately large. You know? Like, that's oh, why, man. man. No, dude, it's so, so true. It's so funny. I was thinking about that the other day. I was carrying her. I always carry her on my left side. And I'm like, you know, I'm looking down at my arm. I was like, maybe I should shift that way. You know, I should get a little equal <laughs> yeah, opportunity going on listen, over here. Here's some dad hard advice. Yeah. Every week, twitch the arm you're carrying your baby in. All right, that's it. The show's over, guys. That's the only thing I came on here to say. And that's, that's all it, for Dad Harbor the podcast that's, this that's week. All, folks. That's it. That's, that's it. No, that's amazing. That's so that's so funny, but it's so true. You know, you get into these, you get into these kind of just like consistencies, even little things like just like carrying them in one on one side. Then all of a sudden, you have like a a pain in your neck, and you're like, "What is going on? Like, what?" Oh, it's because I only carry her this one way all the time. It's this, this sure. crazy stuff we have to deal with as dads, man. For sure, for sure. Um, and I imagine it's actually even crazier for you uh, being not only living in New York through this snowstorm, through a pandemic, but also a single dad. That's an experience that I've always been curious about. As I mentioned to you before we started recording, uh, last episode I actually had on an interior designer that works specifically with divorced dads in helping to build their transition like to, to, to ease the transition and build up their their new living space for them and their kids um so it's actually really great that i have you on because i'd love to understand a little bit more about what that transition experience was like for you you know you don't have to go into the relationship with the ex or anything like that but what was that just like for you for for transitioning your girls you know especially with two of them I'm sure that there's a lot more energy going on there. What what was that just experience like going through that transition? Yeah, you know, it's 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 a really interesting thing, right? Like going through look, it's hard enough going through divorce, right? Yes. Then you've got going through divorce with a kid. That's that's hard. Then you have and the more kids you have, the harder it gets. Like two right. kids, even harder. And in our case, we were also living in Manhattan, and for anyone that knows, like Manhattan just has its own complexities yes. that in other cities, it's like, cool, man, I'll just go get another house somewhere. Like here, it's like, what neighborhood? How much can I afford? Like right. there's so many other complexities. Yep. I think that it's 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 extremely hard experience. Look, nobody should ever wish to ever be a single dad. I actually talk to a lot of my friends who are sometimes will say things like, yeah, like things are really rough. Like I'm thinking about a divorce. I'm always like, hey, man exhaust all options, options. Yeah. before if you have kids it's going to be absolutely crazy what you're going to experience the ups and downs after that and also a lot of it is actually dependent on this on the age of the kid right so right. for example for, for 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 me in one sense i was kind of lucky that they weren't really young my kids were like i don't know four or five like that age um when um and in you know, when we basically split up and the advantage of that is like now, especially Mo, they have, they don't remember what it was like when we were yeah. together. Right. So yeah. I got to go and say, cool, new space, new me, new family structure. And this is all that they remember, Sure, you know, and, the, and then they go back and forth. Like, you know, we have 50, 50 custody. So they go back and forth between the two homes. I very uh, consciously, um, decided to live like within like a, a block of my ex just okay. so that they That's can nice. go back and forth. Like they can, you know, I, I figured once they get a little older, they can walk back and forth. They'll make my life easier if right. they forget stuff at our place. I don't right. know. Like stuff happens all the time. Yeah. They're like, oh, I got to go pick this up. And and so 
So I think that age thing is is amazing, and you get lucky with that. I think it has its challenges. I, I don't know what it's like for women. As a guy, you know, I, I think it definitely has its challenges because there's moments where I'm like, oh, man, like, I don't actually know how to deal with this, and I wish I could get some advice. So it's a combination of me going to my friends, like my especially my female friends, yeah. and saying, hey, like, <laughs> how, do you, how do you think, like, um, I should deal with her? I don't know. I mean, like, you know, my, 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 my older one just recently started menstruating, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, what do I go get? Like, yeah. What, what, like, you know, I've never bought, like, pads and stuff before, and I'm like, there's – it says one through six. What what the hell is that? Like, is it number, what, what, do I get the number one pan? <laughs> number three? I, I, I don't know what this is. And then one has wings. One does like, do I need wings? Do I have added benefits? Um, I, just, I was just like, I have so many questions. This is just about one little package. Yeah, you know? for like, sure. I don't even know what's yeah. happening. But like, look, I mean, you know, I, I think that's where like having sort of good friends and, and all that really comes into play. That has really, really helped me. On the personal side, I'll tell you, Mo, like, one of the hardest things is sort of transitioning from being, like, a dad with shared responsibilities with with another person to being a dad 100% of the time for half the week. Well, you, and you know how that is, right? As yep. a parent, you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go do this. I'm going to just leave the kid with my spouse right. and go, you know. Yep. You don't get to, like, you are 100% on all the yep. time for yep. those days. And then the really crazy part is it's like a light on, light off switch. You have to like just turn it off and go be that single dad or single guy. Yeah. Right. For the rest of the week, especially if you're like out there trying to like date in New York City, you're like, all right, cool. Like now I'm going to turn this light switch on and off. And it's a really hard and sometimes like difficult transition to even make. Like imagine like dropping your kids off. They're mom's house on a friday and then like going out to party that night and staying out till 4 a.m yeah that's with with you know some like random person that you just met like it, it's craziness yeah you know? it's crazy think about like that's so like that's something that that i like i'm very interested in 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 hearing about is do you ever do you have trouble ever turning that light switch on and off like do are there times where you have to give up the girls right because it's your your ex's time of the time of the week or or, or time to to take over where you're like wait but I don't want to do that like I like I don't have like I don't have plans this weekend so like I want to be with my girls like how do you navigate those types of feelings you know and and, and how do you just navigate that on off switch like are you just turn into full robot mode where you just like go full C3PO and you're like, okay, I'm ready to go out now. Let's drink some beers. You know, like how, how does that transition actually play out in, in reality? Well, well, look, I mean, it, it takes a while to get used to it. Right. So initially, yeah, it sort of is this weird on off switch. You're also just like, in, in, at least in my head, I was like, how the hell am I in this position? Like I never thought I'd have like two girls and like suddenly I'm out dating again. And like, dating on apps and like you know like just all and now it's like almost like you're, tra- you're right? trying to take care of like three girls or more girls you yeah, know yeah. And now they, you're yeah, trying you to know, first like those schedule, relationships I'm like scheduling so much anyway and then i'm like and initially i'm like you know i'm gonna go on a million dates man i'm just gonna get out there right yeah. i'm gonna just go 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 meet some people whatever and 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 then you you know you can imagine you it's it's crazy new york city right yeah. so like you're having these insane and i like not 
for this podcast, for some other podcast, <laughs> I probably have like some insane stories <laughs> of like random, random nights. And then the next morning, having to basically wake up and be like, cool, now I'm going to like go pick up the girls and make them some chocolate chip pancakes. You know, that that is like, you're standing there in the kitchen going, whoa, did did like last night just, did that happen? Yeah. And did I just hide all the evidence? But after a while, I, I, I think you do get used to it. Um, also, you know, for me at least, at some point I was like, hey, I need more stability, especially being a single dad, I, I, I have these responsibilities and in my personal life, I need someone who, like initially I was like, I didn't care if they, if they cared that I had kids. Like, I was just like, whatever, I'm just going to go on dates. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I need to find someone that is going to be just as invested in me being a father, in my kids. And I'm not saying, oh, I need you to come in and like stepmom this. Right, for sure. Like I'm coming to be like, mom, yeah. Hey, like, I, I, just, I do want you to kind of be a part, because this is like a big part of my life. Yeah. And, you know, this is not like all fun and games and also the fun and game stuff like you know when you're coming off a divorce like it's great for your ego but then at some point you're like it's super shallow after yeah. a while too you're just sitting there going I, I can't believe this is my life right now yeah. you know like this is kind of sad I, and especially when you have like you have two girls you're like oh man like i want them to like grow up like feeling good about their dad and like you know like teach them morals all, all the stuff that every father wants 100%. and aspires to be in the eyes of their daughter yet like you're like Jekyll and hiding it a little bit, right? Yeah, no, for hundred years. That's, that's, that's a great way to put it. Like, do you, do you, did you have any rules as far as if you met somebody that that you did really like and you did see that there's potential there to expand into a deeper situation? Did you have rules about when they were going to meet the girls? Like, did you did you make yeah. sure that your girls were never going to wake up and there's some, you know, random other random woman walking out into the kitchen like, oh, I'm going to make chocolate chip oh, yeah. pancakes too. <laughs> there, there, there was no chance that I was ever going to let that happen. Like, there's <laughs> zero chance. Like, zero. I was like, there's no way. Like, that's where you have to get your scheduling down. Yeah. It's like, there's zero chance. And like, look, it's really interesting because in general, my, I've always had a rule that, hey, it's going to be a while before I introduce them to the kids. Not And, and for this very one reason, actually, um, it may not be what, what, what you think it would be. It's more that I think my kids, my girls are extremely affectionate. They're loving. They gravitate towards people. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about like just my friends even. Yeah. Like they're, they're constantly hugging my, like especially my female friends are like constantly hugging them, sitting on their laps and this and that. What I didn't want happening is for them to get attached to yep. someone yeah. that I met yeah. and then me having to say at the end of it, like, you know, and like, listen, man, shit happens in life, whatever, you know, where normally your kids aren't affected by that consequence, of sure. it, right? Like if you're normally dating, it's like, whatever, you're like, this relationship is not working out. Listen, let's go our own ways. You may be hurt. She may be hurt, but like nobody else is getting hurt. Right. Like now it's like, hey, there are these two other individuals yeah. that can actually get hurt by it. So you have to be, like, at least in my head, I was like, I have to be really, really careful about that. And I've been very, very um, careful about sort of introducing people too early. And to me, too early is, like, honestly, like, typically, like, six months, man. Like, really? Wow. Not, not anything. Like, 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 sometimes, again, like, it depends on the situation. Like, I, I, I dated someone else who had a kid. Yeah. Um, mostly I date, date, date people who don't have kids. Like actually I've only, only one state, uh, only dated one person. Is that a preference? Did you, but, is that like an, act, an active preference for you or is it just the, the, the way the cookies crumbling? 
<laughs> yeah, it's just the way cookies crumble. And I'm very open about it, by the way, on my on my um, profiles, just being like, hey, like, you know, single dad, I have two girls, you know, mm-hmm. so like, no secrets there. They come in knowing that about me. But I'm also like, yeah, like, let's let's hang for a while. And let's see how this goes. And I'll introduce you to the kids if things are right. Now, post pandemic, the whole situation kind of shifted for everyone, yeah. right? You know, I, I think a lot of whether you're a single parent or not, you, you're a lot of couples are experiencing sort of more escalated relationships, whether you're married, not no. married, whatever. No <laughs> way! Escalated relationships by being locked in a house together 24-7 <laughs> for 12 months? It's, it's, it's no! Escalating in, Mo, or it's either escalating in or it's escalating out. I don't know. It could be either direction. Nobody else. You know what? It can, it's, a, it, it's both in the same hour a lot of times, let me tell you. That's right. It is That's an, right. Escalation is a, is a very, very, very big understatement for what it is it's crazy we me and my friends joke all the time because now all of us are married we're all like and, and some of us are starting to have kids we joke all the time like it's like all right covid's hitting who's the first is getting divorced like who's who's getting to that escalation point you know but uh yes escalation of of relationships during covid very big it's, understatement it's, <laughs> but it's, uh, ab- it's absolutely wild and 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 look like again I am lucky in a certain respect that like my kids are the age. So they're, they're now like uh, nine and 11. Right. So they're still, they're, you know, the older ones tween, it's getting there, but like, they're still young enough where they're like, everything's exciting and fun and cool. And so they're like, this is awesome. If they were teenagers and I was like dating someone, like I would have probably had a very different reaction. Right. Like, you know, so, so some of it's like, just like, luck and timing on my end as well but but yeah i think that's that's been in general i think the whole dating post-covid has has sort of brought the the dynamics have changed because you know again like you're sort of forced to hunker down in my case if you're hunkering down with me there's these two other little human beings that you have to like hunker down with also like like it or not kind of start like you know you're spending that much time together you're like cooking meals you're like doing things as a parent which yeah. again if you've never had a kid before yeah. being parachuted into that situation has also got to be pretty damn intense that? you know for what sure. i mean for sure for sure um it's yeah. great that she i mean it's great that she has that 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 you are that you also are thinking about that other side of the coin right because you know a lot of a lot of just people in general in your situation i, I feel like I feel like when you're a parent and we talked about this before we started recording you know a lot of parents get lost in the parenting Right and get lost in their identity as being parents. I talked to, about it with a number of different people on this pod over the last year and a half, and and it, it's a big thing. You can easily get lost in parenting, so it's really great that you can also have the ability to step outside of that and be able to think about it from what it must be like from her perspective. You know, I'll tell you a really funny story. So right when um, right when COVID happened. Uh, and you, I, I think you saw this video as well, Mo. Yeah. The New York Times. Yeah, I was going to get into basically, this. The, the, the New York Times contacted me, and they were basically like, hey, uh, and, and I know someone there, long story, but anyway, they're like, hey, look, uh, COVID is affecting parents, and uh, we want to, uh, you know, New York Times has New York Times opinion. They're like, we want to do an opinion piece, but it's a video opinion piece where we're following three parents, three types of parents around. So one was like, 
a family in California, which is like a blended family, yeah, like family. Two divorced yeah. parents with that was a, that was a crazy story, by the way. Yeah, was, was they like did a wild thing. Like yeah, the, it was a wild it, situation it, going on there. Yeah, I was like, what yeah. is this? A cult? It like, like it was like. It was like Sound of Music. There's like <laughs> 10 of them or something. I, I thought they were going to be coming down the stairs singing so long. But well, I was like, what is happening here? And it was like amazing. And then there was another family where it was like two kids. They wanted to just move back home. From college, yeah. From college because of COVID. And then they're like, hey, let's get this uh, crazy dad in New York who's with stuck in an girls. apartment as a, sing- as a single dad with two girls. Let's see what his life is like. <laughs> And, and and so it was it was actually really fun, Mo, because this is like early, early days of COVID. Yeah. So we were really like, you remember, like there was like no toilet paper and it was like wa- water shortages in, yeah. in the city of like bottled water. And like, so it was very like scary times. And what this allowed us to do is coming back to what you were saying earlier of like, really, like it's important at at times to sort of focus in on something. Sometimes you do it as an individual where if all, if your only identity is being a dad or being uh, someone at work or something like that, or even a husband, you're probably going to lose your identity. So you got to hold on to certain things. And part of that exercise is also like in, in other moments sort of hyper-focusing on certain things that essentially like distract you from, or or have you focus in on other things. And for us focusing in on, on this New York times video for like it, it took like, you know, the video itself was a fairly short video. I don't know. It was like five, six yeah, minutes or something like that. But like, like that yeah. but, but it took like a month or something to put together, Really, you know, because they, they get so much footage. Sure. There's so much footage and they're like, it's over a bunch and they like essentially edited it down. So it was a really good exercise uh, for me and the kids like to just focus in on that. And I'm like, really into meditation and I was trying to get them into meditation. And the yeah, yeah, they, they, they talk about of, how much they like getting yeah. into meditation too on like, that video. They hate it. And it was, it was like a really fun exercise. Um, but, but here's the added bonus when that thing went live and it's the New York times, man, there was sure. like a lot of people who saw it. I was getting crazy, crazy fan mail. No from, way. From, from women that like, and this I'm, I'm not kidding you, Mo. The age range varied from 20 years old, like probably daddy complex or other things going on there. Where it's like, I just want to. I, I can be kids, another kid. I, I can be another one of you girls. I, 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 I'm a 20 year old, like living in New York City, and I would love to meet you and be your kid's mom to, um, to like oh a 60 year old lady. She's like, I just want to come take care of you guys. And I was like, wait, like. Uh, like a grandma or like a girl like I was so confused I was like what is this and like everything in between it was wild I had like people were like I'm also a single mom and then I had like so so that was like a really fun like moment for 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 me which was like it sounds great like seeing this array of 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 like just reactions um uh and 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 honestly I I, I really didn't like respond a lot of it was also like on Twitter, like they would find me and like message me and, and all so this other, weird. and I was just like, this is really weird. Yeah, like, it's weird. You know, it, it's too weird to like engage in that because like they already know so much about you. Like this person saw my little bit of my inside to my life. And like, I don't know, it, that was, that was a really funny, but also weird moment. Well, it's but, crazy yeah, because you it was, talk, you just talked about how, like how, how close to the vest you keep your kids, right? When you're dating. Now you are on this New York times thing and 
you have all these you have all these women that like feel like they've now also already met your kids and if your kids haven't met them and you haven't met them but they've met you you know what i mean yeah that's that's an insane situation and they were like quoting lines from from they're like and then your daughter said this and i thought that was hysterical and i was like whoa Whoa. what that's like weird man oh my Um, god i wish everybody could just see my face right then when i did that because i was just like uh that's uh, that's a little bit too much it reminds me of that friends episode you ever did you ever watch friends Uh, a little bit there's a friends episode where brooke shields is there and she gets obsessed with joey's character on days of our lives to the point where she thinks that joey is actually dr drake ramore and then shows up at his apartment and just like quoting lines from the show like you were how are you here you were just with sally 10 minutes ago and i (laughs) caught you you were smooching her in the back and that's like i feel like that's what this is like you're both joey tribbiani and dr drake ramore in one and they just think that you're quoting lines from your new york times expose show like what a weird thing to quote lines from to begin (laughs) with like it's not like I was on TV or something important. I mean, this is like some New York Times piece, man. I was right. like, how are you quoting lines from this? Like, yeah. this is bizarre. That's wild. So, needless to say, I'm sure that was a bit of a turnoff for you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I don't know, man. This, this I'm not into at all. Yeah, dude, I, I don't blame you. Um, you know, it's 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 like, um, you know, like if there's certain things would change pre and post having kids, right? Sure. So, like, you know. You're having an intimate moment with someone. Before kids, almost anything goes. After kids, people, there's a line of what you can say or cannot say, yes. right? Especially when you have a girl or have girls. Especially when you have girls. There's man, a it's switch really that weird. changes in I, your head. It completely changes. Um, but but this New York really Times thing with, with COVID, right? How have you just expanding on that and just expanding on COVID and being a single dad in general – how have you been how have you been navigating that process like navigating it in, in a couple of different ways just as a single dad yourself right then as a single dad like having to share that custody with another person or share that time with another person how is that dynamic i mean in, in my head right this is how i think about it so you can correct me if i'm wrong because you're going through it but you know are, are, are you having those feelings where it's like you know what has she been doing is like how has she been around like am i sure that it's safe to 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 bring them there should i just be keeping them here because at least i know what's going on is she feeling the same way and like has that thrown a monkey wrench into the situation um obviously expand as much or as little as you feel comfortable with but i'm very interested to understand what that dynamic and how that experience has been specifically from a single dad perspective because Personally, I could not imagine going through. There's there's one thing worse than being trapped in a house with an accelerated relationship, as as we called it before. And then the only thing worse than that is not having any relationship at all. I I, I don't know how I would have been able to get through this whole thing without my wife, um, you know, and, and obviously without my daughter. So I, I'm, I'm right. very I'm very curious to understand how that dynamic has played out for you and what you've been doing to deal with it. Yeah, you know, it's it's really interesting. So like it actually in a in an odd kind of way, it it really got us communicating more, right? So pre COVID wouldn't really gotcha. really really chat a lot. You know, it was you know, and then COVID happened, I think we both sort of like chatted and we were like, Hey, so this is this looks like a real thing that's gonna change our 
our lives for some initially we didn't know how long but we're like yeah it's gonna it's gonna affect our lives and let's let's talk about this and so we hadn't done that in a while so that was really good it sort of forced us to do that um and then it it's just i think it's the name of the game right like everyone is sort of like all right i just need to be transparent at this at this moment you know i can't like i can't like this this can actually kill someone literally yeah for sure if i'm not transparent and so we were both like very open and transparent like she was like hey listen if you're seeing multiple people or whatever like that's cool i can keep the kids she's like dating someone and has been in that relationship for a bit so she was like a little bit more like hey like this is you know like i knew her situation was was and again like i had in the beginning i was actually still single yeah you know because i had gone that the, the few dates with, with, with this doctor that right. i went but like we hadn't you know for, for initially sort of you know we were like all right we're in the middle of the pandemic so i was sort of single and i was like yeah i really don't know what my, what my scene's gonna be um uh, but but it you know it just got us to be very open and transparent and and we've like we've continued to sort of like disclose what we're doing sure. and who we're around at all times, you know? So that's and if that changes, we just, yeah. So, so I think that's, that actually, it was like a real positive uh, effect of that, uh, at least in our case, you know? Um, and, and as far as the kids, the truth is like the schedule and everything else sort of remained the same. They just were at our places. They were just going to continue to go back and forth. Again, okay. the fact that we are, live such close in such close proximity has also helped especially yeah, sure. in a moment like this like thank god yeah. that that is true because like with the pandemic i was like yeah no big deal i know some people who like were like how the hell do i even take them to my ex's house at this point yeah. you know like with the pandemic early days everything was shut yeah forever, right so like i can't get on the bus like, i can get on the train and, yeah if they live yeah, in you could. jersey and, and like, we didn't even know if it was okay to take an uber back then yeah, you know like sure. you don't want to be in you know like i so, still don't so, know if so, it's so, okay yeah, to yeah. take an uber to be honest with you i i i limit yeah. my ubers as, as much as possible if i can walk there i will walk right. there you know that's right that's right you know that's exactly it you know and so so I think from that perspective, it's been it's been really good. Now, what's been really great is actually figuring things out with my kids in terms of like we're spending all this time together, and um, initially we're like, oh crap, like now what? Like, especially once we realize that this isn't just for two more weeks or a month. This is going to be for like months. Yep. I, I think that that initial time, I think everyone was trying to figure things out. And then once we realized that, okay, this is going to be the new normal for some amount, some length of time, we, we started saying, you know, like, again, everyone's trying to figure out what does working from home mean? You know, we're getting used to all these other things. And the added stress of that was like, okay, I'm now working. I'm on zoom calls all day. They have to also be on zoom calls and, you know, this was early days, so they were figuring out like how the hell to even sign into things. Like, I, I was like, you know, that dad. I, I felt like I was actually preparing for this moment all my life. Um, you know, I'm suddenly the the brown dad that's actually doing tech support. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I got it. I got this. This, this is what I was meant for. All my life has led to this I've been moment. For this moment, man. I was like, I got this. What? Ask a, a ask a brown dude to do tech support. I'm on, man. What, show me. Tell me what your problem is. You know. Thank you. Please come again. You know? That's amazing. <laughs> um, so so um, you know what ended up happening was um, again like 
you know, I, I mentioned this this tribe that that yep. like are these friends that I'm so fortunate to have. Um, and our, our our daughters are like all similar ages. Um, we all like met uh, in the same like like because of school. They all sure. went to like similar schools and all this other stuff. And also, like as we know, like like sometimes you can have all those things, but just the vibes aren't there amongst yeah. the parents. Like these guys just became like we were like best friends and yeah. like I trust them with their. And so what happened just coincidentally was um, so one of the couples um, that I'm friends with, they have this business and, and they have multiple offices around the city. And uh, because of COVID, it basically, they were like, yeah, no one's coming to work. It's shut. But there was this office space, right? And so then they turned to, uh, we were like, essentially just like hanging out one one evening and we decided to be in a pod with them. In other words, we were like, you know how people started forming these like the pods where yeah, it's like, for sure. hey, we're just going to be with amongst this pod or whatever. And so we're hanging out and it's like, they do something completely different than me. I'm doing, I'm in a completely different business. And then there's another couple, they're both lawyers and we're sitting around. We're like, hey, we are doing different things, but we all need like a workspace. We also all have these kids <laughs> that need a workspace. Made this into a co-op, right? Where wow. I think everyone is also getting really sick of being at home, which I, I think everyone's still struggling with. Like, how much can you actually be stuck at home? And the reason you can't leave again, like, where would you go? And like, what do you do with your kids? So we were like, hey, what if this pod just moved to into like during the day, like Monday through Friday? Um, into one of the offices that belonged to uh, one of the couples. Yeah. Complete office setup. Obviously, it was like set up like an office, yeah. right? So we all claimed our spots. The kids came in as and basically all attended school. And we have this schedule where it's like, hey, this is my my day, which means I have to sort of be like the you're like on call. Yeah. So if they're if there's issues or whatever, you're the person that they're going to. They're not bothering the other parents. Wow. And then if it's lunch, again, all the parents are packing the lunches and all that other stuff. But, like, you just have to make sure that they've had their lunch. Sure. You're making sure that, hey, like. And so what you end up doing is on those days, you kind of, like, are a little bit more vigilant. Again, these are, like, middle school and, you know, we're talking about, like, fifth graders and, 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 and you know, sixth graders, right? Yeah. Or whatever, fourth graders and sixth graders. So, like. You know, they're not like little kids. They don't need a lot of supervision. You just have to kind of stay on top of it. And these were like smart, you know, good kids. And so this this whole system has honestly like completely made COVID so much more bearable sure. and actually fun for me because I literally get up in the morning, go to a physical office, sit there with other parents. And, you know, like, what do you miss during the day the most? Like, at least with me, I, I just miss like turning around to a coworker and and like bullshitting a little 100%. bit and saying something funny. Oh, 100%. The best part of my the best part of my week, the best part of my month is the two days a week, the two Wednesdays a week where I have to evacuate my apartment because my cleaning lady comes and I get to go <laughs> into the Maz office with the Kennedys. And it's just me and Justin and Paul and we just get to like actually be in a physical space where you're actually taught and I've never I've never never felt so good talking about work yeah. stuff with other people you know what i mean because like now it's all i want to do and i have to talk to my wife about it she's like i don't care about your stupid deal with red ventures like i don't know what that is and i don't care like don't talk to me about that anymore you know like uh but 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 yeah that must have been so 
like such a massive breath of fresh air for everybody. I'm sure the kids loved it That's also. The, the, the kid, kids, this is what they look forward to. In, in my case, my kids are only there a couple days a week because, again, they go to their mom's sure. the other half, right? So, but they look forward. That, that's what they look forward to. We also did this thing where at some point we were like, well, we're all together. Why don't we take turns also coming to someone's, one of the person's houses and doing dinner there? So, that's like, great. the whole day sort of – so every Monday – um you know, it's uh, it's Masala Mondays at, at, at my place. <laughs> well, talk about the brown IT guy. Let's go. <laughs> the, brown, the brown IT, they're like, this guy looks like he can fix phones, and he must know how to do Indian food. I like, never cook Indian food, by the way. But, like, um, no, I'm kidding. Once in a while I do. But, like, no, I, I came up with that name, by the way. That's so, hilarious. So, um, so it's Masala Mondays. There's someone's doing Taco Tuesdays. And then, you know, we, so, so we've sort of, like, divided it up, which sort of, like, it's, it's amazing because it just feels like this big sort of, extended family that's just moving from home to home sure. which is such a it's such a unusual thing to have in a, especially in a city like new york i think that's that's absolutely phenomenal that you had the opportunity to do that and be able to be in that sort of shared so and continue to be in that shared circumstance both for you and for the kids i'm, I'm really wishing that i was in this pod with you right now um, do that. Yeah, yeah listen when, when things change this might be our new business venture where we just turn this into a club you dude know? i'm in i'm um, in the, the dad <laughs> and, and the dad gonna, hard work and club we're host, and then we're gonna host the next fire festival yes. and that's whatever that's what everyone's gonna have to attend with their kids it's gonna be the kids version yeah, of the yeah, fire right, festival. right oh my god just cheese cheese sandwiches for everybody <laughs> cheese sandwiches the kids won't even mind man. No, they'll love it salad and and crappy cheese i'm in i'm in kids i get, get crap singles and lettuce the things the things that kids love is crazy coco the clown there and you're all set no, cheese sandwiches, shitty salads, and Coco the Clown. You're winning, man. Hashtag winning, dude. Hashtag winning. <laughs> that's so. Oh my god. That's so. That's so true. No, I think I think that's fantastic. And, and, and you know, I'm always searching for for what people are doing. You know, because I'm searching for ideas of how to keep myself sane. I finally just broke like a, a couple of weeks, like the week leading into the Super Bowl. Finally, for the first time in nine, ten months, I just broke. And I was like, I need to get the hell out of here. Uh, so it, it's great that you can have that, that that breakup of the monotony and share this experience with other people that are in similar situations as you being parents. You know, the kids all know each other and get along, go to school together. It's really fantastic. You can keep some semblance of normalcy um, in there. You're growing, you're raising daughters in, in Manhattan. I grew up in Manhattan. I happen to know that you, when you are living in Manhattan as a kid and you go to school... There can tend to be some interesting people that you meet that other people may think are really interesting and follow them and send them fan mail, not just from a New York Times video. <laughs> have, have you have you had any of those experiences? You know, like I went to school, one of my close friends when I was growing up, I had two close friends. One was, was Gideon uh, Grody Patinkin, who was the son of Mandy Patinkin. And then I also went to school with Malcolm, Malcolm Georgia Ford, who were Harrison Ford's kids. You know, it's New York City. I get to rub shoulders with, right. with Harrison Ford, go see the re-release of the ultra-digital Star Wars when it comes back out. You know, ha- have you had that? Have your girls had that experience? Do you have any any uh, of those type of, of parents running in that circle? It's, it's funny you bring that up, Mo. So um, when they were, as you know, look, the New York schooling system is insane. So most of the cities, you can say, 
do I do public or private? Here, you could do public or private, but private, normally other cities, you just send, if you have the money to send them, you send them yeah. here. Private, you, it's like, get in line, <laughs> and you got you got a, your two-year-old has to go to an interview and, and, and all this craziness. And I remember, by the way, I remember when we were... This is this is my younger uh, my old now my older daughter when this is before she was born, she was uh, my then wife was six months pregnant and somebody I you know I, I was I was dealing with like um, I was dealing with a lot of hedge funds and stuff back then and and I met with this one hedge fund guy and he was like, have you started looking at schools yet? And I'm yeah. like, what? Yes. And, 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 and he was like, listen, I'm going to make an introduction and I actually did this. I remember just like a wild moment where I went and had lunch with somebody who was uh on the board of a school that i might send my kids to when they turn six and i'm sitting there and this is while this kid's not even born and i'm like entertaining this person and i'm like i, I don't even understand what's going on like why am i doing this but like but but you got to play the game and i was yeah. like I'm, I'm hedging i'm like hedging myself for my kid i'm like just in case in six years yeah, i'm not gonna do this I, I i'm gonna buy this person lunch or whatever I and mean, it's wild but yeah i we um you know we there, there's I, I don't even know if I should say the name of the school, but it's a it's 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 a pre-K. So okay. this is for two year olds and three year olds. Okay? okay. It's also a couple days a week. And they only select X amount of like a handful of children to go. I, I'm pretty sure we got it do. on like the, the the minority quota. They're like, Yeah, this guy The brown IT uh, guy coming uh, back. Uh, 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 I actually I think they, they thought I was there to fix their computers and uh <laughs> I was like, wait, um, can I put an application in, sir? Um, and, and, I want to work here uh, also. <laughs> so I think all that played in our favor. We got it. We were, by the way, no, paying nowhere close to what these other parents were paying. But like, um, but but it was an incredible opportunity because there was like 10 or 15 kids in this class. And some of the other people there were like um, Matthew Broderick, Sarah Jessica Parker's kids were in our class, um, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's kids. But um I think the funniest moment for me, so, so, you know, with these schools, uh, I don't know if you've gone through this moment, you have to do like a separation. Usually they have like separation week, which basically means you have to go, one parent has to go sit there with the kid in the class. You're like sitting in those oh tiny God, little chairs in the corner. That's my dream. It's not that much fun. Right? <laughs> you're, sitting in, you're sitting in a little like, uh, you know, you feel like Andre the Giant sitting on those tiny little <laughs> chairs and you're just sitting there. It's like really weird. And and unlike other schools, this place had like not a separation week because you literally have to sit there every time you bring them in. This place had like a separation month because most parents were like super wealthy and didn't like both parents didn't work and stuff. So I was like somehow stuck doing the separation month thing. Oh I was perpetually God. late. I was always the only guy in class. So it's it's separation, whatever month or and it's my day to take them out. I'm like rushing my kid in there. I'm like sweating. I get in there. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And it's just like, and every, all, all the parents are already like all, all the other, like there's like all these moms and, and they're already sitting in those tiny little chairs in the corner. And I, and I see one chair open. And it's like next to another guy. And I'm like, Oh, that's really awesome. Like I've never seen a guy in here before. I like go over there. I like sit down. I'm like wiping my forehead. And I'm like, and you know how it is. You're just sitting there. You're like now watching these kids, like fall on their faces and trip, you know, like having fun. And I'm like nudging the guy next to me. I'm like, Hey, Hey, well, like, Look at that, you know, some kid fell flat in his face. And then uh, I'm like, which one's yours? He's like pointing to, the, to this uh, other, uh, to, to one of the kids. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're cool. I'm like, this was mine, whatever. We're just like two dads just hanging out. And like, like no joke, Mo, about like 10 minutes go by. And like, you know, I finally like, you know, you, 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 when you're 
first in it, you're just looking at the kids. At some point, I start making eye contact with this guy. And I'm like, huh, I definitely know this guy, man. I know this guy. Like, he must be like a client or I met him at some like Christmas party. Like, I, I know this guy. Like, I know his voice. I, I know this guy. And I'm like, like, still like sort of like, hey, man, like, what's the. So, yeah, let's look at that kid on the slide, whatever. And then, like, out of nowhere like the light bulb goes on my goes off in my head and i'm like and i freeze it's robert it's robert de niro <laughs> all right wait 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 wait. so it's robert de niro he's sitting next to me and i'm like like i have nothing to say at this point. i really don't like i like all that like uh you know chill dad stuff just literally went out the window i'm like oh my because because this is not just another actor this guy's like a legendary yeah. actor it's like different level and i'm like at this point, like, I'm, I'm, I just don't know what to say. And my brain is going 10 different directions. And this is what I come up with. I'm like, hey, man. So me and some of the dads have a poker group uh, every other week. You want to come join? And he's like, yeah, that, that would be nice. And I was like, great. Now, here's the problem. No such poker group existed. None of my friends even had kids, man. I was the only guy who had a kid at the point. I was like first amongst my friends to have a kid. So then I'm like, I, half of me didn't even know what, what I was saying. I just said that shit. The other half, I didn't even to say yes, right? So I'm like, uh, okay, uh, cool, cool. And, and you know, like the parents have each other. Together. Like it's a tiny class. It's like 10 people. You have each other's emails. He's like, just email me. I'll, I'll be there. So I'm like, great. You tell me you ended up in a one-on-one -on -one poker match with Robert De Niro? Yeah, no, because in my head, I'm like, dude, like, how awesome would it be to sit there, play poker, and, like, I'm imagining me with, like, you know, like a cigar in my mouth, <laughs> talking to Bobby De Niro, like, over, I'm like, this is hey, going to be amazing. Right? Like, I'm like, this is amazing. They're like, what, what a great opportunity, you know? And just, like, be two dads. And, and so then I'm like, oh, shit. This is messed up, man. I don't have, I don't, I don't, I don't even know at this point. I don't even know other people with kids. Like, like I was like, what? So, so, and also like, I don't have the place in my, my like apartment at that point with like two kids to like host a poker session with Bobby De Niro. Like, I'm like, what is going on? So I hit up my buddy. He's like the single guy. And I'm like, listen, man, what if I told you that we can play poker with Robert De Niro next week? And he's like, what? That's amazing. I'm in. And I'm like, no, no, there's a catch. And I'm like, you have to pretend to be a dad. <laughs> and, I, and he's like, what? And he's like, dude, what kind of weird shit is this? And I'm like, no, no, just go with me on this. And we also have to invite all our other buddies. And, and, and they have to so then, too. And they also have to present, like, I'm like, you guys have to create a whole storyline in case, like, you know, just, you gotta, like, believe the story. We're gonna write out, like, you know, some, some backstory about your shit. Like, you gotta know the kids' names by heart. Yeah, no, there's school. I'm like, you guys have to... Yeah, no, and, and no, no, no. And so the guy's house that was in, we like, we were like randomly finding kids' pictures and like, we were like, we we, 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 we went to like Michael's and bought picture frames and we just like posted. We were putting That's pictures in these insane. picture frames and we were like, this is your son. And we were like, that kind of looks like you, but like, you're too ugly to have that kid. You must have married some really hot model. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we're we're having a great time with this. Um, and, and and honestly, it was sort of anticlimactic because the day of the event, I got a message, not even from him, by the way, from his like assistant saying, 
we're really sorry he got pulled away to something else. He can't make your poker sense. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> but, like, you know, and I was like, great. Uh, like, we were, honestly, there was like there was like a sense of relief. And we also had an epic night with the guys that night because we like still play poker, but we were like had pictures of random kids and we were like making <laughs> We like stuck with the storyline the whole night of like <laughs> brought the cardboard cutout of Robert De Niro. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, we were like, uh, hey, so, uh, um, so uh, we were like, so, buddy, like, how's, how's your kid doing? And, you know, <laughs> like my buddy's like going on with his story about his kid that doesn't exist. It was like such a fun night. That's amazing. But 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 but, but you know what's really funny? I still send. I still have his email, so once a year I still send him. It's like on a reminder on my calendar to a joke. I send him poker night. Like, yeah, I'm like, hey, do you want to get together and play poker? He's never responded, by the way. <laughs> but once a year, I'm like, hey, man, we're still on for that fun. Like, now I have real dad friends. Yeah, with, like, finally, I'm like, dad uh, friends. We can actually have the storylines that are made <laughs> up, and he's not responding to my poker night. What a dick. That's hilarious. That's a great. That's a great concept. That's a great concept to really get. Like, you know, right now I'm in a situation where like. I was the third of, of, of my crew of friends to have a kid. All of us have girls, by the way. Every single one of us. There are eight of us that have kids. We all have girls. Wow. Nine girls. Wow. Nine girls between eight of us. And um, and a, a tenth girl is on the way. Finally, our one that has three kids is about to have a boy next month. So he that, that'll be the first. Um, we all have girls. And I was like the third. So like everybody else is like behind me. And I'm like still like a year behind the other two guys. Um, but the, the, we, we always talk about how like it's so weird as you're going through that transition phase where some of you have kids, but some of you don't. But you're all in this tight-knit group together. You right, know, like we grew up right. with, with, with each other since we were 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. I've been best friends ever since. Now we're all married. Now some have kids are, this is a great way to connect with those those friends that don't have kids yet. It's let's make up having kids night. You know, let's pretend to have a kid night. That's a, a phenomenal idea. I'm going to pitch it to my group. I'm going to pitch it to my friends. I'm like, yo, we should all get together one night. Everybody pretends we have kids. You know what I mean? I mean, some of us do have kids. Yeah. Our kids don't exist. We have to pretend that we have different kids. You know, we have to make up our own storylines that are completely fake. You have to make up. This is a great concept. I love this. This is brilliant. That was. That's amazing. That that's that's yeah. I think I think that's a great idea, man. And then, and then you can form like a like a startup where you're trading. You know, like how to be parent. This is like <laughs> uh, you could just like how to. This could be like dad hard's like offline initiative Dude, you it's know it's like the wedding ringer it's like that kevin hart listen, movie listen. the wedding ringer where he pretends to be a best man and he, people hire him to be the best man people can just hire us to pretend that we have kids with them for poker nights <laughs> with robert de niro it'll be fantastic this could be like a plot for like a really <laughs> bad movie right here man <laughs> um you, you, you know you know you know what is really funny though mo so like you're talking about these friends who don't have kids and like now, you know, you're in this weird mix. I am getting to that stage where some of my friends are going through divorces and now we're like now in this new world of like a couple of friends. I have like, you know, one of my one of my childhood friends, like, you know, um, this guy also has two kids, very similar age to mine, also is single dad. Um, and we're like sort of like going through these experiences together here in New York. And that's also very unique. But what's really funny is um, this is pre-COVID. Um, I was uh, 
I was at a big television network uh, pitching like OTT services, or whatever, right? Sure. And I got to I got to know this, this this executive there, and she would always like you know she would always be in one of the meetings. We like really connected, and um, she somehow knew I was a single dad and 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 raising these kids. And I I may have like mentioned like hey what are you doing this weekend? I'm like I'm hanging out with this other single dad and et cetera et cetera. And she's so in one of the meetings I go in. And she's like, um, after the meeting, she's like, hey, can you hang out for a little bit? And I'm like, yeah. And she brings in this other executive. And, and so get this. First of all, she's like showing stats on how much of America is divorced and how many divorced parents there are, blah, blah, blah. And it's an underserved, from a programming perspective, an underserved demographic, 100%. right? Considering how many people are divorced and whatever, single parenting, whatever. And she's like, it's really interesting to us that you guys are two dads we'd like to do a reality show about this and just follow you guys around. And, <laughs> and so, so I'm like, what? And she's like, we'll put you up in a house. And in my head, I'm like, that sounds so funny and awesome, but also dude, that's never going to work. You don't even understand. I'm like what? It's really funny. I called my buddy or we went, I got a beer afterwards and he was like, wait, they're going to pay us to live together. And like half the week, I think they love the dynamics of like, we would be full-time dadding these four. Suddenly we're like, blended family of two single dads and four kids like taking care of each other's kids sort of like <laughs> you know being a being like this single dad couple and then the other half of the week we're like ripping up the town they probably like be hooking us up with clubs and like going on and like all the craziness and then we were like as we start playing this out in our conversation we're like yeah man like first of all we're never getting consent <laughs> right <laughs> From, from our like exes to like ever show any of this on camera uh, with the kids, <laughs> you know, there's no way they're giving consent. And we're like, secondly, um, you know, we were also like the way these things work is they want conflict, and we we're like, they probably want us to get into weird fights or sure. whatever. And I was like, yeah, man, forget it. But it is really interesting. I think there is something unique about also just being a a divorced, like especially dads. I think. Divorced dads that in, in me and my buddy with, with both of us, we actively held on to our kids. Like we, we are very active parents. Yeah. There are, unfortunately, there's the way it works. I, I remember even when I was going through the divorce, my lawyer said to me, like, and this really caught me off guard. He was like, most dads don't ask me for 50-50 custody. They usually are like, really? how few days can I get? Like, it's, I'd like to get them every other weekend. And sometimes the spouse or the ex will be like, oh, I want them. I want you to keep them also on a Wednesday and every other weekend. And they'll, they'll actually fight against why they shouldn't have to keep the kid. And, and, and to me, that's such a crazy concept. Like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. I already find it hard, by the way. Like, there are moments where I think the hardest moments for me is like, like one thing you don't realize when you are together and you're parenting is it's something you you just literally take for granted, like air breathing yeah. air is is the fact that you can see your kid anytime you want. Yeah, you can have a bad day at work, Mo. You can come back and hug your child. Yeah, it could be Christmas and or whatever Hanukkah or whatever. You can you can take your kid out for a meal. You can they can be crying yeah. about something and you can hug them and take them for ice cream. I don't have that uh, option. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If it's not my day with them, I can have a terrible day where at the end of the day, all I want to do more than anything else is to come home, not say a word and just have like a moment to where I'm sitting with them and just holding them. Yeah. I don't have the option of doing that. Yeah. You know, um, 
holidays are always, always really, really tough for me. Sure. Um, personally, it's just like, it's, it's hard, you know, like not being able to like celebrate every holiday or picking who gets Christmas, who gets New Year's, like all of that stuff. Like it, it, it is complicated, you know, yeah. and it's hard and it's messy and, um, you know, you, you, you accept it and you move on with life, but it is a reminder almost every day when like, most days are great, but like when you have a bad day and you're like, all I want to do is see my kid and you get it, right? Like 100%. sometimes like just seeing your kid, like you forget, right? It's a moment we were talking about earlier. You, you, you want to distract your mind. Yeah. Um, and seeing your kid distracts it so much, you know? And so it just imagine it, then it like not having that. It. it also feeds that, that need that you now have as a parent, right? You have this need, this un dying desire to see them even if it's just like even if you're like hung over in the morning and you hate that you have to wake up at 6 30 in the morning oh wait 6 30 in the morning at least i can be laying on the couch watching moana while my daughter is like snugging me calling the rocks character malcolm like that's like the my favorite thing <laughs> in the world you know like i can you know i, I was out until four o'clock in the morning i'm running on two hours of sleep probably still half drunk and but but, but like that, like having that is is so is so special. It, it it brings my entire life together. I and this is and this is what 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 I what why I wanted to why I wanted to speak to you about it because I know how invested you are in your kids, right? And I know how good of it how how prideful you are about being a good dad. Like that means a lot to you. It's something that you really owe that that you pride yourself on, and the fact that. Uh, you know, I, I feel I, I get kind of heartbroken to, to to hear that because you are a of, of all those dads that are fighting for not having that Wednesday, right? And every other weekend, they're like, I don't, I don't want them on that Wednesday. Only other every other weekend, there are dads like you that like want every day, but can't can't have that. It's it, it's crazy. How do you deal? Like, how do you go about dealing with that? Uh, <clears throat> you know what you, uh, you distract your mind. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you preoccupy yourself with other things during those days, whether it's work or again, dates, um, you know, the, here's the upside, right? Like, look right now for you, Mo, you c can't actually go out and party it up till four, 4 AM and get shit faced no, because you know true. the next morning, no matter what you're, you're 50% parenting, man. Yeah, um, sure. and, and we all know even if your partner says like uh, you get the night off the next morning, there is no, you're, yeah, not no on, morning off. you're dead, man. Yeah. You're, you're, you're dead. And, and that's in the back of your head all the time. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I can't really get that trash. Yeah. Like I used to before. Cause I still have to take him to the zoo at whatever, eight yeah. in the morning or whatever. Right. 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 And, and, and the advantage I have is literally when they're not with me, I can be out like pass out drunk if I wanted to. Yeah. And, till like five in the morning, have breakfast somewhere, come home, no problem. Right. And, you know, so, so I think it's a matter of like, and I'm not saying that's, that's what I'm doing to stay distracted. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but, but, you know, I, I, at this point, I, I end up spending more time with um, the person that I'm, I'm now dating. And, and that also is great because I get half the week um, to, again, just be like a single person who would normally be dating someone Obviously, again, COVID is a little weird because there's just limited sure. places you can go and go, go. But like, I get to be that guy. And then the other half, I get to be this dad. And what's really great, at, at least at this point, um, with the person I'm with is they are now also involved with my kids. I mean, to a certain degree, uh, and they're, you know, it's a growing relationship and all that other stuff. But like, you know, it's good to have that. And it, like, 
for me at least, it's given me like I, I'm feeling like stable, and I like that feeling because normally I it's like you're like pulled in so many different directions. Like I, I'm feeling stability, and I and I really like that 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 feeling. That's awesome. Last thing I want to talk about before we before we wrap up, your single dad raising two preteen girls. A lot of dynamics going on there. This is this is one thing that I I, I always say to like raising a girl is like is, is there are all these little intricacies that I I dread right having to deal with. You're a single dad. You got to deal with that. You know. You talked about you, you you talked about she she started getting her first her first period. How are you dealing with that? You know what the, their bodies are starting are going to start to change. You know you can't. I, I I already feel weird when like I have to like wipe my daughter's like vagina sometimes, or when like she's she's eighteen months and she yeah. like plays with like she like reaches down and like plays with it. I talked to my friend my, my friend Devere about this a couple weeks ago, and like it, it's weird. They like. Oh, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, you know, it's, it's weird because there's all these constructs from being a man and she's a, a woman and, you know, you, but it's your daughter and, like, it's weird, you know, but it's a baby, so is it okay? Like, it's fine that she's naked, you see her naked, but then, like, now in your situation, they're not babies anymore. They're growing into women how in the hell, please, I need, I need it, I need, I'm, I'm like, I'm nine years away from it, but I, I need some semblance of light at the end of the tunnel here. How are you going about dealing with that process as a, specifically as a single dad? Yeah, I mean, look, you, you, you sort of adapt at every stage, right? So, so, so look, I used to shower with my girls, right, all the time. Um, no did problem. Go, did you go bathing uh, suit? No. Did you wear a bathing suit? You shower? No, no, no. I did. So, 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 I'll, so I'll tell you something really funny, Mo. I, I'll tell you the moment where I stopped. Okay? This was <laughs> my, like, really more so with my older kid. I, I, I used to bathe, but like, um, <laughs> there was this one moment where we're both in the shower, and you know, like she's she's her toy, and she's playing, and the shower's on, and life's going on. It's all normal. It's all good, except for this one moment, and this was the moment where I'm like, I gotta stop taking showers with my kid. Is is I'm putting shampoo on, so my eyes are closed, my shampoo's on, and I look down, and as the water's rolling off my body, she's used, she's standing right below me, because she's <laughs> tiny, and she's using <laughs> me as the shower head, you get it, right? Like, she, so she's like happily shampooing her hair, except it's like rolling off my body and that's the shower head. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, oh and that's the last, that was the last day I showered with my kid. Oh like, my that's God. Done. Like, that's it. That's I'm, I'm, I'm done. Oh I'm done my God. This. That would, I would um, be, yeah, I, I don't blame you. Right. I, I was like, that's it. And, and, but, but like the next day I wasn't like, Oh, it feels weird. I, you, you kind of, you transition very quickly and you move on more recently. I think, I think, yeah, they're, 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 you know, like, especially being a dad, daughters, also like, right, they don't have a mom that I can be like, or, or a partner that I can be like, hey, go into the room and can you go take care of this for me or take care, like, make sure they get changed. Like, it's just me. So I am so used to just like barging into their room. Right? Oh, like, I'm like, oh, I have a question or, hey, what do you guys want to have for dinner? I'm like, just like opening their, I walked in and one of them was changing and I was like, oh, good Lord. Like, yeah, 
this is like this. It was the sh- it was a showerhead moment. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna yeah. use that from now on. I'm gonna use I, a showerhead moment from now yeah, on. I'm taking I'm, it. I'm like, this I can't ever do again. And in my head, I'm like, all right, from now on, I have to always knock and be like, you know, hey, I'm coming in, or can I come in? Um, and also, like for them, I've told them like now, I'm like, hey, listen, like there's no reason that their door should be shut. You know, in general, like if they're hanging out, whatever. So I was like. You know, if your door is shut, that means you're changing and you want privacy. Yeah. And I, I'll just assume that that I can't go in. If your door is open, then I'll come in and go as I want, yeah. you know? And, and so, but it didn't feel, it, it was just like more of like a mental note that I was like, all right, man, you just cannot be barging in there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not policy so like, time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wild thing. I, 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 I always think about now. I, I never thought of my life of having a girl, right? It was never when I always wanted to have kids. My vision was always having, you know, at least the boy first, right? Could never be had. I'm sorry to all the dads out there that have boys. Sorry to all the little boys out there. I could never imagine it any other way than having a, a a girl first. There's just something I say all the time. There's something so angelic about them. The way that they just like have these big bright eyes is like looking up at you. There's, you never feel anything better than like than that from it. Uh, I couldn't think of my my life any other way. But one of the things I never thought about having to navigate was this them growing out of adolescence into teen, preteen teen college like what how am, how do I, how do i deal with that it, it's just it's a wild it's a wild thing and, and it's hard and it's really like hard to navigate because certain things like i know how how to react as a guy right like if i had a son i would know how to like because I, I i was that age at one point but the girls i genuinely don't know yeah um also like at that age we were like as got as boys we were like so much or immature like i i like they are more mature at, at, at that age than i think boys are and so it's hard to navigate it's also like somewhat like weird for me at times like weird in the sense like it's i'm like embarrassed about really weird stuff like it's yeah. like as a dad you're like reacting and sort of adapting to these things where you start realizing that they're always going to be these little kids to me i i'm not seeing them grow up that's that's what that's what the this fatherhood adventure is all about is just is, is finding out the ways to navigate this stuff um yeah. dude this has been this has been so awesome i really appreciate you coming on and and, and doing the whole thing it was great, great great getting to talk to you great seeing you at least via uh this video chat life that we live in now you're clearly just like love being a dad so much and and are adamant and pride yourself on being a good dad it's a beautiful thing to see uh and i know it's a hard road to walk especially in as a single dad you know at raising two girls so bravo to you man i i I really i really appreciate you coming on and sharing thanks mo thanks for having me on and having me on it's honestly been like a really fun session just also like just just being able to share some of these stories with another dad or even like your listeners i think it's like it's really fun and look here's my commitment to you if bobby de niro ever responds i promise you will be invited to that poker session please please i'll make up my own storyline i'll have a i'll have a gang of kids we'll we'll do the whole thing it'll be fantastic i can't wait i'll even learn how to play poker for this night all right just just get me involved all right all right it was great talking to you i'll talk to you soon show well, there. Have a good one.
And that is all for this week's episode of Dad Hard with a Podcast. As always, to connect on the fatherhood, brotherhood, shoot us an email at dadhardpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at dadhardpod. And check out the website, wedadhard.com, where this episode will be right at the top. It is kind of back-to-back episodes diving into the the process and, and the lives of divorced dads and some things that go into that these back-to-back episodes with Stacey Herman and, and now Shovik Paul interesting interesting back-to-back session that that we had here with these last two episodes so if you haven't to check out the episode with Stacey Herman from Stripe Street Studio definitely do that to dive into a little bit more about the lives of divorced dads and obviously if you love if you if you like that episode and you're you're trying to find your way through the uh, as a new divorced dad or a divorced single dad in general this this episode with show was just fantastic so definitely share it with anybody that you know that said that's all for us until next week same dad hard time same dad hard place we're out peace Remember back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Gotta remember the good times. Remember man. back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Remember back in the days before you had brains or cared about your ways. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Ain't that the truth, man? I wish you could go back being a little kid again, man. Remember them good times. Everything was free spirit and all that. Talking the playground. He was playing on the monkey balls or whatever. Sprinklers. Hydrants going off in the street in the summertime. That home cooking.